Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One of the most famous people in the world saying goodbye to Sean this hour. And we'll have that later. Um, speaking of Sean leaving, we got a bunch of texts. and Expanding this beyond just Sean leaving. The number of texts we've gotten, and Joe says emails also, from oh, yeah. people talking about how they're going to miss you so much and they love you as part of the show and the show's not going to be as good without you, blah, blah, blah. Comparing that to, over the years, the hate that has come off the text line, and it just goes to show you, the hateful are the people that reach out. It's just like, you know, you only hear from the customers that don't like your restaurant. The people that sure. don't like it never email you. And so this is... A- I'd like to speak to the manager and tell him everything went great. That yeah. just doesn't happen. You no. Know, I did that yesterday at a restaurant place. Um, but... um. I need to remember that myself when I'm looking at the text line and people hate a particular thing we did or a per- particular person or a particular point of view we had. And the the all it could be 99% of the rest of you feel differently. And I'm right. not going to hear from you and for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's so similar to politicians who start to believe Twitter is America and they get led far, yep. far astray by the most adamant and, and angry wackadoodle 2% of the population. Yeah. No uh, offense. <laughs> I was at a restaurant and a uh, sandwich restaurant, and they had gluten-free bread, so I wanted to try it out with my gluten-free son, and turned out it was great. So we got another place we can eat. But anyway, I was in there, and they had some kind of hip-hop music come playing, and Henry and I are sitting there at the table, and F-bomb, F-bomb, and I'm kind of like, oh, geez, do you have to? And then N-bombs. I thought, okay, i got to oh, say boy. something. And uh, I went up and I said, uh, hey, can you not play music with F-bombs and N-bombs when there's kids in here? And she said, oh, so I'm sorry, I'll turn that off. And then uh, they changed the music, and then she apologized several times. And I left a big tip, and I said, I really appreciate you doing that. Because I've done that at other restaurants where they're, they're like, angry at me for, uh, for that. And, wow. uh, and, I, and I was just thinking about, it's amazing how far you can get with a, I'm sorry that happened, you know, it won't happen again. That's all it took. It took me from being, how could you do this? How could you not care that there are kids here? To, oh, you're a decent person, you just made a mistake. Like that. Right by just right. by just owning yeah. it, and I, I just I, I I try to do it. I wish more people would try to do it. And then the, the in bomb thing to me is so interesting. It's only because there was a little kid in there that anybody was going to say anything. There were other people there. Nobody bothered. It's weird how if you we've seen these videos right before where you got white like sorority girls singing along to one of those songs. And they get booted out of college, or their scholarships taken away, or they're kicked off the cheerleading team, or whatever. The songs are everywhere, but if you sing along with it, you could have your career ruined. It's psychotic. A video of me singing along to that song would end my career. I'm not an yeah, exaggeration it, at all. It's the worst sort of bizarre, irrational uh, fundamentalism. But it plain, Where you act as if words are magical spells... Except when you ignore them completely. But it's playing in a restaurant, moms, dads, kids, just regular society. People are tapping their toe, kind of bopping their head. But if you mouth the words to it, you're d- and your you're career sorry, is over. And somebody right. gets a video of it, your career would be over. Right. Really weird. Right. Nice word. Nice world we're living in. Well, if the mob screams for your blood, they're going to get your blood. That's just the truth. Live with it. Uh, what do we do every Friday at this time? We take a fond look back at the week that was. That's right. It's cow clips of the week. Ah. Eek, 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 eek. <laughs> it's on level 30 now. Weak. So I, I cranked it all the way up to level 99. Try to get. Oh! Oh! 
Will you allow the American government to have CIA here in Pakistan? Absolutely not. There's no way we, we're going to Seriously? allow Seriously? And he throws that cake at him. <laughs> 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 Misogyny has got to stop. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Where I get to say my favorite phrase at work, which is, I don't care, I'm about to quit. <laughs> A lot of power in those words, you know? And you're talking about hackers. I hate hackers. You know what I love? <laughs> Sausages. Just because I do not want critical race theory taught to my children in school does not mean that I'm a racist, damn it. <laughs> it actually, it does. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. This nation is founded on the, quote, profound national commitment to the principle that debate on public issues shall be uninhibited, robust, and wide open, and that it may well include vehement, caustic, and sometimes unpleasantly sharp attacks on government and public officials. You decorate your home with plants, according to your zodiac sign, <laughs> you are a softhead. Has launched an online brand selling chicken thighs called Thigh Stop. And things are even tougher over at Buffalo Wild Beaks. She also said she would like to consider getting married again, and she would like to have more children. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to. <laughs> okay. Well, is the donkey playing? The, is the donkey playing the harmonica? There's too much heat, not enough haw. <laughs> Positive, Jean. Here he is, and he's, you know, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to do the Getty, and I don't want to do in terms of Armstrong or any of that. <laughs> if you haven't heard that special message from a special person, Sean, we'll get to that later in the hour. There's so many things in that cow that I would like to comment on, both the serious and the wacky. Well, that British fellow, I'd like to congratulate him on learning English so quickly. Uh, he was clearly an immigrant to our shores. Very nice. And his screed, it occurred to me, uh, in defense of the Constitution, free exchange of ideas, and animated debate, the critical race theory, like Joy Reid, who's in that, uh, who was in Cow, would say, oh, yeah, the country was founded on robust and open political debate to serve white supremacy. Therefore, it is clearly part of white supremacy. Therefore, I can silence you in the name of equity. What a valuable tool that is to have, to be so righteous and so clearly on the side of right that you can silence other people. I Please, Joy, use that incredibly scary tool wisely. We'll trust you. Please. Uh, that also included Jonathan Swan of Axios in there talking to the prime minister of pakistan and uh, asking him uh, can the u.s still have cia presence here and the guy said absolutely not now he might be saying that for domestic consumption and that secretly they are going to allow us to be there i hope they are Uh, as i'm following this withdrawal from afghanistan i'm getting more and more concerned that what a horrible idea this is um to not at least leave behind a footprint that can allow us to reach out and touch the Taliban and Al-Qaeda whenever we want to. 
And uh, overnight it was announced that we are going to leave, what, 650 people behind mm-hmm. to try to help with the getting the interpreters and everybody out as we head out the door. I don't know if that's enough people or if they're going to say 650 and it's going to end up being a lot more. I have no idea because we have our own domestic consumption problems. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about the ability of 650 people to defend themselves. Well, but maybe that's a lie. I just wonder if they say 650 and then, you know, because these troop number things are so squishy all the time. They they announce Mm -hmm. numbers, but the last group that we're supposed to head out, they delay that for a certain amount of time, and then they don't start this withdrawal to then. So there's all kinds of weird overlapping things they can do to to get fishy with the numbers. And they've done it all, all along through Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm hoping that the smart people have decided, no, we got to leave behind several thousand people. Because Al-Qaeda, it is now known, Al-Qaeda is fighting with the Taliban. Part of the agreement that the Trump administration came up with the Taliban is, no, you're, you're, you've got to be completely separate from Al-Qaeda. You can't work with Al-Qaeda at all. And they said, that's right, we've broken with Al-Qaeda. Well, now they're fighting side by side, killing Afghan forces, including their Top, um, like special forces guy in the whole country, the hero of the country, got killed last week. But Al Qaeda is mm. fighting side by side with Taliban right now. That's exactly what brought us there in the first place. We we can't we can't just completely turn the place back over to Al Qaeda and Taliban, can we? As we head out the door? No, no, certainly not. I, yeah, I've I've been of the opinion that we just need to maintain a base there, like we have bases all over the Why world. Not? It's not a war. It's 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 an assisting relationship with God, the Afghan why, government. Why can't any president, whether it was Bush, Obama, Trump, or Biden, or the next one, be grown up and say it's not a war? It hasn't been a war for a long time. The whole uh, democracy thing didn't happen. Wish it would have, but it didn't. We spent trillions of dollars. Can't make it happen. We're just going to establish a base here because we need to keep an eye on this part of the world. And every once in a while, somebody's going to die, unfortunately. It's a tragedy, but they're fighting for freedom, and it's a worthy cause. Any questions? Why can't somebody say that? Because the average voter's stupid. The the casualties, even though one is too many, but the casualties have been very low over over 20-some years. I don't know. It's it's scary. And I, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they made the, the good point. Everybody keeps talking about these 18,000 interpreters, which, by the way, you know, even they though they say they're going to get them out, you better do it fast because Taliban's taking ground every single day. That 18,000 number is way low for the number of people that are going to be murdered because they helped out the United States. Anybody mm-hmm. in any part of government or in any any village in the town or in the entire country, Taliban finds out that you were helping out the United States at some point because that was your best bet at the time was to be on our side, they'll slaughter you. Yeah. yeah. There'll be thousands and thousands and thousands of people slaughtered by the Taliban who worked with us. We just received an email from a retired uh, Air Force officer who has thoughts on how this got to this incredibly critically late moment, the evacuation of pro-U.S. folks of all sorts of jobs and descriptions from Afghanistan. Uh, it's, it's powerful stuff. It's pretty troubling. We'll get to that in a moment or two. Another funny but not funny Joe Biden gaffe showing how old he is that uh and strange and, yeah if you did you hear about the tuskegee tuskegee airman that thing he did yesterday he's done this twice now oh boy yeah no yeah. i missed that yeah. Yeah. yeah somebody ought to yeah anyway he needs a helper uh, all that on the way armstrong and getty 
Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. So Kevin McCarthy was just on the floor of the house saying the two biggest threats to the, uh, the, to the United States of America are China and our debt, which I would agree. Um, Nobody cares. It'd be interested, interesting if your party or any party did anything about the debt or ever talked about it, really. But cool. Well, I didn't want to bring everybody down, but I was just reading about how there are 22 states or a couple dozen, roughly, states uh, that ran budget surplus pluses over the last year. Plus, surplus is not a word, Joe. <laughs> they ran surplus. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. Joe, pay attention. I know I should. So anyway, uh, there are a couple dozen states with surpluses that are nonetheless receiving zillions of federal dollars, well, which have been printed out of mid- midair or you know thin air or borrowed from our kids and grandkids. California leads away on that because it had a $30 billion surplus and then got $40 billion from the rest of y'all, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, well, and we're talking to the unborn babies and, and the, the school kids at this point because you're going to be paying that debt, but... Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear at least somebody's talking about it to some extent. Uh, one more note before we move on to the rather strange day Joe Biden had yesterday. We were talking about the the crisis getting translators and contractors and, and anybody who helped the American uh, and coalition forces out in Afghanistan, trying to get them out of Afghanistan before the Taliban tortures them to death and their families, too, including their children. Sorry to be so grim, but that's the way it is. And because of our just choked in red tape bureaucracies, it's been the Last second that finally it appears something is moving, although, you know, talk is cheap. Um, we'll see if it actually happens. But we got this note from Al Anonymous. I'm a retired. Oh, and the reason this is especially interesting to me is I had a conversation with a uh, fellow who studies the military not long ago. And he said one of the things that really separates us from the Chinese is that they have very rigid top-down command structures and you don't dare improvise, whereas our people are taught, understand the intent of your commander. And then in the fog of war, communications are cut, whatever. You know what the intent is. You find a way to accomplish it. Don't worry about the plan. Just make it happen, which is one of the reasons our military is so wonderfully adaptive and creative. It's also the way successful corporations run, but most corporations don't have the guts to do it. Excellent point. Uh, anyway, Al Anonymous writes, I'm a retired Air Force pilot. It's become nothing more than a dysfunctional, uniformed bureaucracy. Not my terms. This is from a NATO member officer I know from for many years that sees the U.S. military getting more useless every year to the point that they are now more concerned that the U.S. can support NATO if needed. Very few officers can make any decision, no matter how obvious, uh, due to the environment of, quote, if if I don't make a decision, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And that's when my performance review comes up. I must have done everything right. Promotion. Getting back to corporations. Right. Keeping your head down. Oh, that's that's probably... scary. He says, give me a few C-17s, a few C-5s. I'll get those people out of there. So Joe Biden comes out yesterday, end of the uh, about the time we were getting off the air, and uh, make a big bipartisan announcement. The 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 infrastructure deal is done, bipartisan for the first time in forever. Here's Susan Collins, Republican, talking about it. This is important. We've agreed on the price tag, the scope, and how to pay for it. 
It was not easy to get agreement on all three, but it was essential. It was essential to show the American people that the Senate can function, that we can work in a bipartisan way, and it sends an important message to the world as well that America can function, can oh, get no. things done. All right, so oh, uh, no. you know, and oh, that no. that had me excited. Okay, we're not completely off the rails here. The Senate can still do things, and you know, maybe this is a crack, and we start doing more bipartisan stuff, and every each side has to give a little, and they don't get primaried and lose their their seats because they, nope. That lasted like five minutes before Nancy Pelosi announced, I'm not passing that unless you pass all that progressive stuff in a separate bill. And then Joe Biden came back out himself after having gathered Republican and Democrat senators together to state that stuff. He comes back out himself and says, oh, by the way, we're not passing that until we pass another much larger bill that is the long wish progressive wet dream list of things that are no way Republicans are going to vote for. Which the senators involved and, and those close to them pointed out, um, that wasn't the deal at all. We would never go for a deal. That would make us effing idiots, according to Lindsey Graham. Yeah. You need to read that Lindsey Graham quote again so people fully understand just how crazy this was yesterday. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. So, I got an update on the story I mentioned a long time ago. A couple months ago, anyway. Noah, dude. Friend of a friend. He bought Bitcoin early. Not early, early, but pretty early. He bought $12,000 worth of Bitcoin because he thought it was going to go up. It has gone up a lot. Since then, a lot. Like life-changing a lot. Life-changing a lot. Okay. But he lost his password on how to access it. Don't! There are companies out there that you can pay to to hack in and figure out your password. They take a percentage. He finally decided to do that. He paid a company. They ended up taking $100,000. That's the most expensive lost password I've ever heard of. Couldn't find his password, couldn't figure it out, paid this company. They made, they tried three trillion passwords in five hours, but got the right one and got in and he cleared, he cleared about a half million dollars after he paid him the hundred thousand. Wow. About a half, about a half million. Uh, Bucks. Money well spent. Yeah. So oh yeah, obviously, a, uh, Bitcoin doesn't have the you try three times and you don't have it, they lock you out. That amazing. Well, obviously, you could never do that on your own. Well, it'd take a while. <laughs> that is amazing. Three trillion passwords over five hours, but they got in and you have to give them $100,000. You take your $500,000 and there you go. Hey, honey, did I try WXZ131473XSSSS433? <laughs> I think you did an hour ago. Was that two threes at the end or three threes at the end? Ah, crap. I don't remember. Let me try it again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm happy for him. I mean, obviously, the best case scenario was, was gone. It was water under the bridge. Yeah. So he took what he can get. Dang it. So what do you want to go with next? The current president or the old guy? 
I think uh, you don't start the show with a showstopper. So I'll do the current president is uh, Joe Biden. Um, he's done this several times now. He did this yesterday, I guess. He 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 gets the T- Tuskegee Airmen mixed up with the Tuskegee syphilis study. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Now, do you know both stories? Uh, the Tuskegee Airmen, great story. They've made movies about it, documentaries, everything like that. It was the first uh, black Air Force or African-American Air Force, uh, you know, in World War II pilots fly in. And it's just it was just fantastic. Integration, you know, you know, showing the world something that you sh- it's amazing that you had to show the world, showing Americans. Yeah, black guys can do it just as easily as white guys can. Of course they can. But anyway, the Tuskegee Airmen, great story. Then you got the Tuskegee uh, syphilis study, which is not a great story. This is when we were testing, uh, you know, various diseases on black men, uh, including uh, clear up into the seventies. It started in like the thirties. It was going on into the seventies where they have syphilis and not treat it, even though it was very treatable, just to see what was going to happen. Oh Lord, pretty gruesome. Anyway, so <laughs> Joe Biden yesterday says. You've got stories like the Tuskegee Airmen, and that's why uh, African-Americans are less likely to want to go get the vaccine because of the syphilis experiments on the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And he's done that twice now. (laughs) Doesn't somebody pull him aside and say, those are two completely the same town, but they're two completely different stories. I mean, like, they're not related at all. You know, it was funny, during the commercial break, just a couple minutes ago, I was sitting around rubbing my chin and thinking about Joe Biden being so clearly, not only past his prime, but struggling. As a patriot, not a partisan, what's the best way to approach that? I mean, because if he were completely around the bend, I don't think anybody should say anything. I think very quietly people should figure out, for the sake of national security, what is the best way to deal with 25th this. Amendment. Of course, then Kamala Harris is president. I think I want a stumbling, bumbling, doesn't know his name, Joe Biden over her. Um, but probably not in reality if you've got to react to a, an emergency in real time. Although in that power vacuum, something emerges, some coalition of cabinet members. Probably fairly sober, you know, cooperating with each other. I just, I, I don't have an answer. I'm just noodling through the question. Well, that was what the the New York Post was asking the other day. Is anybody going to say anything about Joe Biden in that speech the other day? And they weren't being partisan. I didn't think. It just, you know, the media really attacked Trump for, you know, sometimes rambling or things. And maybe is he too old to be president? Are we not going to say it about Biden, even though it's clearly true? I mean, come on now. Yeah, that that, yeah. that Tuskegee Airmen had syphilis thing. Come on, <laughs> it's now. not it's not funny. It's uncomfortable. I'm laughing because it's so uncomfortable. That's but that he's done it twice. Yeah, jeez, yeah. that's not they a complicated as notion. As, as far as history is recorded, they didn't have syphilis. Oh, well, they might have had syphilis, but we weren't doing syphilis experiments on them. On the I'm Tuskegee not, Airmen. No. Yeah, but those are two really different stories. I apologize for that. Yeah, why don't you? Why don't you whisper at us a little bit, Joe? Come on, whisper. You know, you know. I like it when you whisper. Forty-three. I got got $1.9 trillion relief so far. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. This is an employee's. Employees bargaining chip now. What's happening? Stop it, stop it, stop it.
Hey, Joe, you're weirding me out. <laughs> I mean, you're seriously making my skin crawl. Hey, you're not going to sniff my hair now, are you? Because I don't want you to sniff my hair. Don't rub my shoulders after this. Please stop touching me. I've got a puppy in the van. Oh, Come on, Joe. Odd <laughs> fellow, the president. <laughs> and you're right, of course. You know, there'd be nothing else being discussed in the mainstream media right now if this were oh, yeah. a Republican. But yeah. Oh, yeah. anyway, they're they're partisan hacks. <laughs> so Sean's leaving the show today, and uh, you know. It ain't good news, and appreciate the outpouring of love and affection for Sean on the text line and the emails and everything like that. But we wanted to do something special, and uh, and we pulled some strings to get a hold of this guy, but luckily he was uh, willing to cooperate. Well, positive Sean finally quit the stupid Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty are the doing a big libertarian, and they didn't want to have... Positive Sean, you know, positive Sean was somebody who was, you know, he was a pretty good producer, maybe. Maybe not a great producer, but he was a very bright guy, okay? Just a fabulous... You know what? He did a fabulous job. But maybe he wasn't the brightest guy in the world. You know what? They say he's one of the smartest people that we've ever seen. We've never seen anybody so smart, quite like Positive Sean. But here he is, and he's... You know, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. I don't want to do the Getty, and I don't want to do in terms of Armstrong or any of that with regards to all of it. He said that he had enough, you know... And maybe he talks a little too much. It's a little too much talky talk with Positive Sean. It ruins the show, but Positive Sean, God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful time wherever the hell you're going. They say that I know Positive Sean. I don't know him. I've never met him before. But we think he's a wonderful person. We're looking into it very strongly. He's such a beautiful guy, and he's one of our closest friends. And we're looking into it, so we wish him well. I wish him well. Honestly, I wish him well. We're looking into it very strongly. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is so good. Uh, God, you know, it, so much of that is the sales guy, the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He has done a million grand openings or announcements of this or that for buildings and foundations and businesses and charities and that sort of stuff and he just knows you got to mention the names you got to get the name in there several times you got to mention say the what name a great the guy who was yeah. fabulous general manager it's the uh the the real estate equivalent of nobody rocks like omaha yeah you know exactly exactly i really like and you look at the cards again positive sean <laughs> positive sean great guy producer maybe maybe Looks over maybe. his left shoulder getty over yeah, there get- right shoulder armstrong <laughs> can't forget armstrong over on my right side <laughs> He's a great guy, good guy. I've never met him. <laughs> they say I met him. I've never met him, but I'm a close friend. Oh, that's beautiful. But positive, Jean. God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful time wherever the hell you're going. They say that I know Positive Sean. I don't know him. I've never met him before. But we think he's a wonderful person. We're looking into it very strongly. He's such a beautiful guy, and he's one of our closest friends. And. We're looking into it, so we wish him well. I wish him well. Honestly, I wish him well. And then so that speaking style that he's got, he did that a million times when it didn't matter at all. Because we've all been at events like this, and somebody's supposed to get up, and you don't even listen. You know, nobody's even listening. You might kind of hear the name of the guy and the name of the corporation a couple of times. Nobody's paying any attention. Nobody's grading it. it it's, it's meaningless. It just, it's just a formality. 
you're tipping your cap to each other. And, sure. he, and he, you know, and he did the same speaking style his whole life, and it had always worked. And they just took it into the White House when it was consequential. And you can't talk exactly the same way as you did yeah, at the Rotary the, Club when you were giving the award for salesperson of the month or something. There were some rough moments. <laughs> Just hilarious. Yeah. yeah but he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have said the Tuskegee Airmen had syphilis experiments on him. Probably. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no. Has uh, that lunkhead Kamala arrived at the border yet as, as, we're, uh, as we're speaking? You know talking? what I'm hoping is she wears some sort of like uh, outdoorsman outfit because she's on the border. Like some sort of khaki shirt. Some Breaks boots. out her L.L. Bean gear. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to see. And I want her to stand there with her hands on her hips looking at the wall, the border. And back 800 miles away from uh, where all the border stuff is happening. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Maybe we'll get to it uh, You know, in the future. Is the Justice Department has sued Georgia over the new voting law. Uh, I think it ought to be heard. It ought to be uh, discussed and adjudicated, and the actual particulars of it looked at as opposed to just breathless reports that it's voter suppression when it's anything but. I am surprised that Merrick Garland's Justice Department did that. Uh, although there are some... Some of the ins and outs of the, of the various uh, voting rights laws had to do with whether the federal government got to oversee states because of their history of racism and whether that should expire, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's more technical and more complicated than just, are you suppressing voters? We need to take a look at lookism. David Brooks says in the New York Times today, He's saying that we have uh, taken a look at sexism, racism, all kinds of different things in which people are favored for their sex or their race or discriminated against because of their sex and race and decided it's bad. But are, mm-hmm. we, are we ever going to take a look at lookism, even though there are all there's all kinds of data to back up the fact that good looking people tend to get advanced more. They tend to make more money. Um, they tend to get smaller fines. There's data that shows for low wow. level crimes, wow. lower sentences. It doesn't surprise me because we, we, we we're built to look at an attractive woman, an attractive man and think, you know, they're probably a good person. They're probably smart. And we think of sh- the schlubby or, you know, I don't know what term to use is appropriate, but um, and think, yeah, but I don't know about this person. Why? Because they are it, symmetrical. It's an odd instinct but it from is, the perspective of a modern homo sapien, but it's undeniable. Can't deny it at all. Yeah. I was thinking that the other day with Kamala Harris when she she was saying some stuff that made no sense, and I thought if she didn't look like she looked, if she wasn't such an attractive woman with a big smile and everything like that, if that was coming out of a different face, a less attractive face, people would think what that didn't make any sense. What a ninny! Yeah, yeah. come yeah. on now. Everything you say is nonsense. Yeah. Um, and uh, some David Brooks is wondering if there are statistics to show that the good looking are being favored. Then, with sex and race and other things, we do something about it. Are we ever going to look at this? I don't know. I don't know who would, you know, it's pretty easy to determine, or at least it used to be, what sex you are. It's certainly pretty easy to determine, or at least it used to be, what race you are. But I don't know who would determine who's attractive enough that you're getting an unfair advantage. I'm for affirmative action for the homely. I'm voting for this. Yeah, you look at a panel and you think, man, every man on there is at least an eight. You got to have a couple of twos on there. Yep, yep. Up with the ugly. That's what mm-hmm. I say. Any comments on that or anything else? Sean leaving our text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty.
forever grateful for you guys allowing me to play on your stage the way you did. And now I'm blubbering at work. That's not a good look. <laughs> it's okay. You're good at it, man. You're good at it. You're one of the funniest people I've ever worked with, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keep doing your thing and, 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 you know, do it. How am I? What am I trying to say? Pursue your goals, Sean. Exactly. Get after them. Don't cheat yourself. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time go to armstrongandgetty.com for the message from Donald J. Trump. If nothing else, plus if there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself some nice swag at the swag shop. All the links we talked about are under hot links. Yeah, we'll see uh, uh, the news. The world keeps spinning. News keeps happening. We keep analyzing it. We keep talking about it. That's what we do here. Um, and well, we'll move onward and forward. we got some good ideas, so... Next time we see you, God bless America. Appreciate it. Sean, Thanks so much. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. And maybe he talks a little too much. It's a little too much talky talk with positive Sean. Get the hell out of here. This is not a kumbaya moment. <laughs> Open the hangar. <laughs> oh, wait, one more night. Sean has done it. They said it couldn't be done. Who are they? We don't know them, but they were wrong. Bye. Have a great Friday, you mother... Armstrong and Getty.